0: Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family.
1: How do we know if we're building a Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, by your family's fruit we are starting a new series based on Galatians 5.25. It says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, keep us step by the Spirit. One of the words for Crazy Cool Family this year that we feel like God has given us is culture. And we believe that building culture is deeply dependent on walking with the Holy Spirit. So how do you know if you're building Holy Spirit-led culture? Well, buy your family's fruit. What are the fruits? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Our heart is for parents to learn what it means to walk with the Holy Spirit. the Holy Spirit, is in us. The Holy Spirit helps us live like this. The Holy Spirit is in us and we can bear fruit we will unpack a fruit of the Spirit and we'll share a crazy cool definition and a declaration for you to use with your family. Listen with your family. Listen with your family. So come on, let's take the next few months and learn how to walk with the Holy Spirit together. Holy Spirit, bring on the fruit.
0: Hey parents, today we are talking about the fruit of the spirit kindness. And I have Maddox with me to help me talk about it.
2: How's it going, guys?
0: Maddox and I love to have deep conversations about all sorts of things, and so today we've decided that we're going to talk about kindness, and we're going to let you guys kind of in on our conversation. But as we've been talking about the fruit, we've been talking about um, the different definitions, and so we've defined kindness as choosing to serve others with love and mercy. And so I think so many times as parents, as spouses, as employees, we are constantly put in the role of serving others. What separates it, though, and makes it different is doing it with love and mercy. I think so many times when we have our, our little kids and we've got this opportunity to serve them and they woke us up more earlier than we wanted them to or they've, they've made a mess and we get to clean that up again, sometimes we might not do that with love and mercy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that's super interesting. I think specifically the one that stands out is mercy um, because it talks about... In Romans, that um, it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance, yeah. and this this thing that so if if the Lord serves with love and mercy, then we look at how He does that, and it seems to be the main way that He He serves is through love and mercy, not with judgment or um, uh, like condemnation or anything, yeah. but with. A tenderness and a love, which it kind of brings us to the second definition, which is
0: oh, in the other sense, my favorite, that kindness is God's thoughtfulness, compassion, and warmth.
2: Yeah, and I think that those both those definitions can be looked at as how we should be. So we should be thoughtful, compassionate, and warm. But I also think that they are God's nature towards us, which is really, really interesting.
0: It's powerful because he is he he uses the name Father. Um, for many different reasons, but one is an example of how to be a parent. And so if he's going to parent us with thoughtfulness, compassion, and warmth, then it's his example for us on what that would look like to parent our children with thoughtfulness, compassion, warmth.
2: Mm -hmm. And even thinking about Like sometimes you'll say, I was thinking about you the other day or send a text or whatever. That's a practical example of God's thoughtfulness. And so if I know what my mom's thoughtfulness is like, how much greater is it of the Lord's thoughtfulness or even breaking down his compassion or the Lord's compassion for us? I think that that. Um, is pretty remarkable and even like the idea of warmth like I can just even like whenever I came home from college and I was able to just kind of come home and rest in the the warmth of a safe household how much safer and how much warmer is, is right. the Lord towards us
0: yeah because he he's he sets out to show us the way as parents to do that I I think that kindness is a, a superpower. Mm, I think that yeah. if you show kindness to someone who doesn't deserve it, I mean, that's where that mercy comes in. If you show kindness to a child that's throwing a fit or someone that's rude to you, I think it just totally changes the whole situation, the, mm-hmm. the tables and everything.
2: Yeah, because what it feels like it is, is, it feels like it's being completely understanding of what the situation is and having a... A, a not only understanding, but a maturity to be able to be compassionate and and be beyond the situation. I just think about a crying child and um, <clears throat> they're not getting their way. What is kindness? It's bending down and hugging them and telling them what needs to happen. And that's that's compassion. That's thoughtfulness. That's warmth. All all wrapped in one. Um, because there's. It's, it's seeing above the situation and being mm-hmm. able to interact with the situation from a, a greater perspective, which is what all the fruits are, is right. all the fruits is not being consumed by your circumstances, but rising above them and, and getting something out of them.
0: Yeah, and we've said it over and over again. It's not something that you do. It's something that you, it's someone that you have and you have the Holy Spirit. But it is also something that you do. I mean, you do show love. You do show. You do have joy. You do show. You do have patience. You do give kindness. I mean, that is something that I would say that you you give it away.
2: Yeah, and I think that it it starts first with a uh, an understanding and a like we said. I think that there's an interesting relationship between showing kindness to others and and how you've been shown kindness over. Um, our own lives, like I, like I think back to middle school, and I was pretty judgmental because I had a pretty judgmental view of God, and I was um, kind of uh, focused on my own sin, and so other people's sin was was judgment. But it's been a a long journey of God continually breaking down my walls, and the main way He's changed the judgmental view is through kindness, and is through grace, and is through gentleness, and is through um i'm reading a book called gentle and lowly which i highly recommend to everybody Mm -hmm. so good but it's all about how like the thing that gets god's heart moving more than anything else is his compassion for us is his love for us and um he talks about in isaiah 55 which is the one of the most popular thing or verse in that is that his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways the just as the heaven is above earth, so are his thoughts greater than ours. And in context, the re- verse right before it is about how he abundantly pardons us and he has mm-hmm. compassion. And it's a crazy, like the context is saying that as high as heaven is above earth, as, so that's, that that's the distance we're talking about is how much he actually has compassion for us. Like mm-hmm. we need to change our mind, our perspective, our thoughts, our ways because there's God's ways are so much more gracious than we think, and they're so much yeah. more compassionate, and they're so much more kind than we can ever understand. And so that's what it feels like. It's been a journey of since middle school has been me realizing just how gracious, the really, really the Lord is, and that's helped me significantly be kinder to other people and even kinder to myself and my my own thoughts of myself and and all that.
0: Oh my goodness, I've got like 27 things I want to say with all of that, but um. I'm going to start off by saying that it is um, it it is something that we have to to learn, and I do think that we do come in with a judgmental mentality for everybody. And I think you know, parents. I think sometimes we. We assign motive to our children that might not be there. Mm. We assign judgmental, you know, they, they don't want me to sleep or they just want to make a mess or they hate everything that I cook or the list goes on and on. And so I just encourage you to press in and see where you're judging and replace it with kindness because I do, I love that his kindness leads to repentance. His kindness leads to turning around and looking at it from a different mm, perspective, that's good. a different way.
2: And judgment doesn't do it in the same way. Is that even in that whole passage of, I think it's Romans 2, I think it's him, is talking about the difference. He says, don't you know that our kindness, that God's kindness leads us to repentance, not his judgment in the same way, mm-hmm. which goes back to the difference between law and grace and Mainly, it's it's the main theme of the Bible, which is just super interesting.
0: Yeah, and I see, like, if you take those two words, I see judgment as a warm hug, just embracing and accepting, and come on in. And I see judgment as a wall, almost, like a hands up, don't come near, no, no, you know, that's like a, and so when you're talking about relationship and connection, if you use judgment, that's going to separate, and if you use kindness, that's going to connect.
2: But you need both. You need to be both firm, and you need to be able to to judge and judge correctly. Like there's got to be a sense of justice in every environment and in every relationship. But that's not gonna be the main way the heart is changed. From what I've from what the Bible seems to be saying in yeah. looking at the Israelites compared to um, how God kind of interacts in, in the New Testament, which is very interesting. That that's a, a, a theme that's all throughout the Bible yeah. is the balance between judgment. And compassion and yes. kindness.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, oh, I think that's so wise because I do think that the judgment, it's almost like the the red flag or the flare of okay, what's going on here? Assess the situation. How am I going to handle it? And then, are you going to release kindness? Are you mm. going to release, you know, firmness? No. Are you going to release consequences to actions? How are you going to release it? But don't stand. Don't stay in the place of judgment. Mm. My goodness, what a mess we would be if God stayed in the place of judgment.
2: Mm. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. Thank
0: you. Thank you, God, that you have not done that. <laughs> okay, Maddox, you said something else that I do want to um, to highlight to us. Mom is out there for sure, um, but, you know, of, of course, daddy's too, is speaking kindness to yourself. And so talk a little bit more about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty self-critical in in my self-talk I think everybody has some version of their self-talk or their um, a conversation with themselves and mm-hmm. and mine's more of an actual conversation in terms of how certain people think certain people think in pictures and concepts, but I think in words and I think in a conversation and so um, a lot of my life is spent or a lot of my thoughts are spent in kind of a conversation with myself. And so that can be reflecting and uh, analyzing certain conversations or interactions. Like after this podcast, I'll think about all the ways that I should have said something better or, or didn't. Could have. Yeah. Or, and so yeah. listening back is going to be a nightmare <laughs> if I ever do. Um, but being kind to myself and, and recognizing that it's not, recognizing kind of where my Responsibilities are, and so in in certain interactions, I I do have responsibility to to do that, and so that does fall on me. But this podcast is not my responsibility, for instance. It's, <laughs> it's not doesn't need to be my words. It's not what it was it is. so kind of you to come on <laughs> today. <laughs> it was so thoughtful. <laughs> and so I uh, um, tr- I try to kind of bring the responsibility to what it needs to be, but in terms of kindness to myself, uh, recognizing that. The Lord is going to do what He needs to do through what's supposed to happen, and my main job is to submit. And if that's my responsibility, is, is submission. So that helps in terms of being critical of myself, but um, being kindness and encouraging is is still something I I work on and and wrestle through just because of a I think I have a general lack of confidence that I'm the Lord current is is continually building in confidence, and that's one of the things that. We run up against is he's like you should do this i'm like i'm not sure if i can and he's like but you should and, and i need you to <laughs> and then, then let me show you, you that you can <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if so, you will and so that's what it's been more or less for me is that i have recognized that my own personal self-talk isn't always the nicest which sometimes lead my interpretation of what god's trying to tell me to be Uh, which is is not very kind, like um, even in in Gentle and Lowly, my favorite quote that I'll say forever is that the Bible, the Bible deconstructs our natural view of God. And so we all have this natural interpretation of who God is. And mine's been very harsh God from a, from a young age and a very judgmental and self and critical God. And so the Bible has been deconstructing that view of who God is, which has led to my my talk to be ab- about myself and with myself to be kinder because mm-hmm. it's no longer my talk. It's God's word in the past or God's word in the present. That's that's helping me.
0: Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And I just think I've I've talked to so many moms <laughs> and dads out there that um, are running a negative track in their head. I'm just such a terrible mom. I'm just not good at this. I can't do this. And I'm, you know, I've let my kids down all the time. And I just want to encourage you to do be kind to yourself, just like Maddox is saying, to, to practice kind thoughts. And I remember somewhere along my journey, I don't remember the, the date when it was, but I remember, and I don't remember where the information come from, but somebody somewhere said, when you pass by a mirror, smile at yourself. And that was just such a simple thing to do, but it's, the whole point was to show kindness to myself. And so I just encourage you parents to do that. If you're beating yourself up in your head, then start with yourself. Start, allow God's kindness to come in, which is what Maddox is talking about allowing, to, uh, being able to hear what God is saying to you, that still small voice that says, do this, you can do this, you're good at this, you'll be good at this, try this. You know, you are a good mom. You, I handpicked you. I mean, just say that to yourself. Oh, that's right, God handpicked me to be the mom or the dad of this child, of this family. Because he did, and he has, and, he, um, and he's got a plan and a purpose. And so I just want to encourage you to go in and start by being kind to yourself. And a great red flag to know if you are not being kind to your children um, is if they are not kind to you. If they are speaking rude to you or if they are harsh to you, then they only know how to mirror what they've been exposed to. And so they're only reflecting back what they see. And so chances are you're probably being harsh to yourself in your head and that's coming out to them. So practice, just practice. Go find yourself in the mirror and say, you're amazing, you're great, I love you. Maddox, are you going to do that as soon as we get off the podcast?
2: Uh, Probably not.
0: (laughs) A little too hippie cheesy for you?
2: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit.
0: Well, so another thing I want to talk about, and then we can wrap this up, is um, kindness to um, siblings. And so one of the reasons that I wanted Maddox to be on here is because he was the kindest big brother to McCade. He would, when, when Michael and Matt, Michael and um, McCade liked to wrestle and I don't, Maddox never was really into that. He's like, I don't, I don't want to wrestle with you. It's dumb. <laughs> 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 We're much more intelligent than that. But um, Cade would totally get up in it. Well, Michael was substantially bigger than McCade. How many years apart are they?
2: I see We're me and Michael are four years apart. and So six years, six years.
0: Did. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. So Michael's 12 <laughs> and Matt McCade six and he's getting beat up all the time. And may, Maddox would would jump in, and he would protect him, and he would take care of him, and he would look out for him. I was even talking the other day that when we went, right when after my mom had died, we had gone to um, New York for the Macy's Day Parade, and I left McCade behind because I didn't want to have a little kid there who was only two or three, right? but I left Maddox too. Maddox, are you still bitter about that?
2: I really don't remember that. (laughs) Okay, good. Hardly at all. I left
0: Maddox behind to take care of McCade, to just make sure that he had a piece of home there and to look out for him. And McCade is, Maddox has just always stepped into that role. He's actually packing McCade up and taking him back to college with him this summer to hang out for a a few days because that's who Maddox is.
2: Yeah. um, I, I mean, I, I think I was somewhat kind, but, There's a a certain tone of voice that I have with Cade sometimes that I don't know where it comes from. (laughs) And it's not kind? It's not kind. It's more
0: of the judgmental, harsh one. It's it's (laughs) uh,
2: oddly judgmental. And it's like a a harsh, firm tone that's just not really in my...
0: You don't use it with anybody else? I don't use it with anybody else. Do you use it with the dog? Not even the dog.
2: It's, (laughs) It's uniquely to McCade. I don't think I've ever used it outside of that. Big
0: brother, big brother tone. I guess
2: so. It's like a, a weird, weird thing that I just don't experience very often. But I come home and I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I did not mean to say that in that in that way. But um, well, I I do think I was kind or kind-ish. I, I well, you definitely... guys
0: shared a room your whole childhood. Yeah. I mean, your whole childhood. It wasn't until y'all were teenagers that you finally got your own room. when Enough people had moved out that there was space for everybody to have a room.
2: Yeah, but I just feel like maybe I just didn't notice or wasn't aware, but Kate's pretty easy to be around, and so it wasn't like I was. Yeah, he
0: wasn't bratty. That was helpful.
2: No, and it wasn't like I was needing to, I didn't need to, I don't know mold him or shape him or do anything as he was just we were just able to be together um but i do think that um it i, I do think that i am just pretty sensitive in general and mm-hmm. so hurting people um and and i i find that words to be pretty hurtful and you can tell whenever that happens and so i i don't love that and i think that's one of the reasons that um it's led to some form of kindness and is that i um i don't don't love hurting people (laughs) i don't like um, well because
0: you feel it and so you're not going to cause somebody else yeah
2: or you can just you can tell whenever you use a harsher tone and you say something and maybe it comes across wrong and you can tell on their face whenever that happens and so i think that i'd usually avoid that in some sense but um i also think i tend to look more on the positive side of things and i tend to tend to view um especially certain people as um as is usually beneficial and so I think that I um try to interact with them in a way that's somewhat um positive and impactful but
0: well that reminds uh, me know. of whenever we are around with I guess that would be your nieces and nephews so my grandchildren when they they love Maddox they absolutely adore him I would say he is one of their favorites
2: (laughs) (laughs) for sure the favorite uncle
0: yes for sure the favorite (laughs) uncle for sure yes um the other day when we were at michael's graduation party they were sitting on the couch doing maddox's hair and maddox let them put barrettes and ponytail holders and all the things in his hair why did you do that
2: i just think it's more fun i think that especially there's something about um saying yes to kids it just usually meet, leads to a more fun route than mm. anything else and so um i think it's it's easy to be kind whenever they're easy to be around and it gets significantly harder whenever they're bratty or talking back punks. Or yeah, punks. Yeah. and so um i think that i usually get to get them at a pretty good interaction and i'm usually yeah. just the the fun uncle and i get to I, pop in and play yep, and then- i say yes and i play and then I'm out of their hair. I don't have to deal with it. You have to discipline them or put them <laughs> no, to bed. Do any of the tough part. But I also think that that comes from. Um, I I think in a, in a weird way I'm starting to figure out kind of kind of I feel like the Lord's kind of restoring some of the childlike parts in me in some yeah. kind in a um, a curiosity and a, a creativity and a um, just desire to have fun in a lot of situations. And so I, I see that clearer in, in them whenever we are having fun. And so I think that that's what makes it easier is to, I can kind of somewhat relate sometimes and, um, Mm -hmm. try to just have fun and, and be kind because I'm trying to be kinder to myself and I'm trying to have fun with myself and I'm trying to figure out myself in some way. And And love that little boy. Exactly. Oh, I love it. So I think it, I think all of, all the gifts come from, require a source in order to to flow. And so I think that um, we've, it's kind of been what we've talked about this whole time has been yeah. if you want to be kind, then be kind to yourself. And I think that that is a essential interaction is to look both inward and then also look outward as well.
0: Yeah, to do, yeah, to give yourself that kindness, but then to give it to those around you too. I love that. And I think that's perfect. And I think that we can wrap up. Are you good? You got any more amazing words of wisdom?
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all good.
0: And so I do. I just, I just love, just appreciate thinking about kindness and it being a superpower. It's being something we have. It's the Holy Spirit in us. It's accessible. If you find yourself like with all of the fruits, when you find yourself running up against a situation where. You, you can't show the fruit kindnesses which we're talking about. Just ask, God, give me kindness here. Help me be kind. The times I think I use that the most um, was like when my children made me completely annoyed or when I'm working with like a cashier at the grocery store that won't give me what I want. I have to practice kindness. And so I just want to encourage you to do kindness because It's, it, it will be valuable in your relationships. It's a give and take when you give kindness, it will be given back to you. I mean, of course, with your children, of course, with your spouse, but in anybody, anybody you interact with. And so I just encourage you to go be kind. Um, And then as we wrap up, also go be crazy, (laughs) crazycoolfamily.com.